Okay, so welcome back to the ESBC Sports Betting Podcast, NBA edition. We are in the middle of the playoffs. A uh, little bit of a new team today. I am Sarah Lynn Robinson. Here we have my co-host, my foster puppy, Bella. Uh, we are also joined by Brianna Winner, our brilliant sports journalist and sports analyst. And Brandon First, first report, his first time joining, at least since I've been on the uh, NBA podcast, to give us his picks and uh, talk Lakers and Clippers, because we're all LA area. Thank you for joining us, Brandon. Thank you for uh, having me. Um, and uh, I'm excited. You know, we're getting towards, obviously, I don't know if you're allowed to say the final four in the NBA, but hey, there's four teams left. They are the final ones. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. with the bubble, it's going to be a little different. I think um, the momentum, it's going to, you know, you see a big, big play in the NBA finals and you can almost feel the play shaking. Not going to be that, that way, um, but that's 2020 for you. So, but I'm good, glad to be here and uh, break everything down. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, Brianna Winner, our resident um, Clippers-Lakers uh, expert, what did you think of that insane game? I have a lot of Clippers fans who were really, really heartbroken. I live with one. So, <laughs> and I was watching it by second half. I'm like, okay, they're not going to keep this. It's going downhill. Yeah. There's a reason I did not bet on that game is because I knew based on what happened the prior two games, it was not happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the third time that it's happened with Doc Rivers, and I will get into that in my report, but they do not have a good track record trying to get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. It almost yeah, seems kind of pedestrian, or like last time, it was them giving up like a 20-point lead in the fourth quarter, so... I mean, at least this time it wasn't that, but yeah, I can't, I still cannot believe that they have not made the Western Conference Finals. I mean, I know they're not a powerhouse, but my goodness, the Pelicans made a final or a Western <laughs> Conference Finals at one point. I mean, it's crazy to me, but. You were saying, Brandon, that you've been a fan of Anthony Davis since he was in college. Yeah, you know, I. Uh, full disclosure, I, I, I follow the NBA. I keep my eye on it. But I'm when it comes to, you know, basketball, I am all in on it, uh, the college, college game. Uh, mm -hmm. Just a little more um, my style, I guess. But uh, following Anthony Davis, obviously, went to Kentucky. Um, that, that team was just absolutely dominant that went on to win the national title. But hearing the story of Anthony Davis, obviously, we know Anthony Davis, the unibrow, seven feet tall, just an absolute monster in the post. But if you, if you mm -hmm. look a little deeper into his game, there are some times where he's bringing the ball up. Now, maybe not so much with LeBron on the team, but when it was him, you know, in New Orleans, uh, he would be bringing that ball up by himself. And you don't see too many seven footers doing that unless something crazy happened. But understanding that between his sophomore to junior year or his junior to so, uh, junior to senior year in high school, his summer, his summer, he went from six, one, six, two point guard to Anthony Davis. We see now seven feet tall. Mm -hmm. So he played point guard for, you know, his entire life. And then pretty much everything you need to be a center that you can't really teach. Here, here you go. you got nine inches on you over the summer. Um, so I think that is, is one of the things that with Anthony Davis, I think Dwight Howard was always kind of that mega center, but Anthony Davis has that extra, um, I guess, flair or extra factor in terms of, you know, this guy can rip the rebound down and go coast to coast and dunk on you. And I mean, that's a game changer um, anytime that happens. So just a nugget on Anthony Davis that I always found rather um, 
uh, fascinating that wasn't unibrow related. I mean, I, I think <laughs> I, I was know. Poor guy gets dragged for that. I know. love it. He owns it. I feel like he owns he it. Like he could honestly, I mean, come on now. We all are, he could, he could take care of that, but he's like, you know what? That's yeah. me. And I love it. At this Lean point, at his pay bracket, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. And he's owning it. You're right. He's going with it. It's a signature thing and he's killing it. He was absolutely on fire in the book. I think I can see something to that, obviously not with Anthony Davis, but I've had a similar situation. Um, obviously, Derek White, who's with the Spurs, has only been in the NBA for two years, two, three years. Um, and he was not recruited coming out of high school. The only school that actually took him was the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs, which is where I ended up going. So I only saw him during his junior year, but he had his growth spurt and he like became untouchable to the point where he scored 50 points in a playoff game. And then ultimately transferred, which I thought was the best decision he could make, um, mm-hmm. to obviously Boulder. And now he's in the NBA and he's killing it. Obviously, he played in D-League for a little bit, but he has been the starter for the Spurs this season, like a few times. Obviously, he's been injured. He had a monster dunk last year or two years ago. But I mean, just watching players grow from like how they were before to now is just an amazing transformation, especially with AD where obviously he had this growth spurt. He was trained as one type of player, but then ended up being another, but he still has both uh, skill sets. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brianna, uh, related, but kind of unrelated question. Why did you not get on that while you guys were in school together? <laughs> I did not know him personally. Um, <laughs> would he was you a junior- ha- if he had approached you, would you have entertained the idea? Um, I don't know. I mean, him. <laughs> I mean, he was with AD or Derek White? Derek White. Okay. (laughs) I just think it's crazy that you guys were, no, 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 unibrow talk has passed. Let's leave leave the poor guy alone. He killed it. He deserves a break. No, just because I think it's crazy that you guys were in school at the same time. I mean, he was a junior. I had just come in as a freshman. So, like, I didn't actually know him. I met him Mm -hmm. my senior year when he came back for a jersey retirement. And I actually got to talk to him because, obviously, I was the sports editor of their paper, I was the one taking photos for the paper during this retirement, ended up having to write an article literally 30 minutes the next day, not knowing I had to write one. Um, and I mean, ESPN wanted those photos, so I'm very proud of it. But Oh, that's awesome. I mean, I got to talk to him for a little bit. I've got his autograph that I'm sure will sell for plenty later. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he's still relatively new to the league. So mm-hmm. it's obviously going to take some years to get to the level of obviously LeBron James, where Kobe Bryant was, where AD is now. But I mean, it's, it would be an amazing transformation or just a journey to watch, obviously, because I did see him in college, like personally. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the same thing could be said for uh, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Love, Darren Collison. I went to UCLA games as a kid, so I saw all of them play in person. So mm-hmm. what's with that face, Brandon? I know exactly <laughs> what that face is, Brianna. <laughs> well, because you're a USC lover? Well, when it comes to basketball, look, uh, SC maybe pretends to play basketball, but they don't really play basketball. You, oh, you wow. have the monopoly in Los Angeles college hoops. Um, although San Diego state is still better right now than UCLA, but you definitely own LA. Um, but yeah, uh, as we always say, let's play football. And to be fair, the gap has definitely closed there too, but nope. I, I just, a smirk. Sometimes I have these random muscle spasms. Just, just ignore <laughs> Brandon, why are you more of a college basketball fan than an NBA fan? You know, for me, I I look at the college game um, maybe a little more 
what I I enjoy about basketball. Sometimes in bat in the NBA, it's a lot of ISO. Like, and I understand that's fine. Look, I had LeBron. I'd run ISO all day too. And mm-hmm. for me, I kind of like to see the, you know, maybe not so much the Air Force, you know, Princeton offense where they're running it down to five seconds, but you know, some actual like, wow, okay, look at that back cut. Um, you know, I you can fall in love with the Syracuse two three zone when they're good. Um, and 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 the the energy. I think that's the biggest thing. Now, obviously, it's still up in the air on whether fans will be there, but the energy of college basketball just every single day, every single night. I mean, you've ever been to a San Diego State? Any really, I mean, you can probably pick any big basketball, but I mean, for me, going to a San Diego State game and seeing the show do their thing and just the energy in there um, is incredible. Now, full disclosure, I've never been to an NBA game, so I can't speak to that energy, but I have a very Mm -hmm. hard time thinking that game 38 between the Memphis Grizzlies and the New Orleans, Pel- uh, the New Orleans Pelicans um, has the type of energy as a uh, US or SDSU UNLV game. But once again, it's just me. Um, and it's just, it's pretty much the way you like your, you know, your, your, your stake at that point, you know, like there's mm-hmm. plenty of people who would rather watch college football than the NFL. Um, and that's cool too. Um, and don't yeah. get me wrong. Like you put me down and I watch, you know, LeBron or any of these guys, I'm going to watch, but um, yeah. I prefer, I'd probably prefer to maybe watch, um, you know, a Duke Syracuse game. And uh, yeah. be, being, that's somebody really interesting. That, being somebody that did, went to both. I mean, obviously with college, you've got the crazy student sections mm-hmm. who are just out there just to have fun. They don't care what's happening in the game. They're just there to have fun. Um, obviously with the tailgates too, you've got that. You don't have that with the NBA, but NBA is also a different environment. So, I mean, in a way you can't really compare the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I've only been, I went to one pre- Clipper preseason game and then freshman year of college, I went to the uh, Pepsi center to watch the Clippers and the Nuggets. Um, obviously they play music a lot longer than they do with college. Like they'll play music throughout the entire game if they want to. It's more of a production. Yeah, it's more about production. Obviously, the dunk squads are very fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. I know somebody that was with Nuggets one, like, a few years later. But, I mean, with college, you've got that experience of just being able to sit in the student section if you want to, just watching them, like, go crazy with, with whatever props they have, watching the bands just enjoy themselves. Obviously, I was at CSUN. I went also at UCCS. Like, I went to both. And I also went to UCLA's games, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I had more fun with the college games, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure. There's something to that. Yeah. And I think the rivalries somehow run deeper because it's attached to your alma mater. I grew up in a U of M family. um, So we had season tickets. We lived, I was born uh, outside of Detroit in uh, Ypsilanti. And um, we, yeah, we would tailgate every game and the Michigan State U of M rivalry ran really, really deep. Um, And it was so much fun. I have so many fun memories of that. I have never been to a college basketball game, so I can't really weigh in on that. I will Um, hopefully get to change that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm down. I know. Um, I hope when when live sports come back. Yeah. I mean, when the Pac-12 start playing, you'll see the rivalry between Brandon and I every single time. (laughs) Yeah, we, we've already had our arguments between UCLA and USC, whether it's football or basketball, we've already gone back and forth. And it's yeah. a lot of fun. Like, yeah, you live for those. <laughs> like, there's yeah. so much fun to be a part of. Obviously, it's a lot different, but well, and, it, 
especially those rivalries though. Even the rivalries yeah. too go to the point of now pretty much every year, like let's just say like Cal State Northridge, CSUN will play a USC, a UCLA. All of those kids grew up and they wanted to be recruited by USC, UCLA. So when they play that game, that's like their okay, I'm going to show these guys. They didn't, they didn't mm-hmm. look at me. They didn't recruit me. And sometimes, you know, you'll get those, you know, we always know. And, and believe me, I, with all due respect, and I know NBA has kind of had this um, kind of thing going on, but not a single sporting event, any of them can touch the first two days of March Madness. Not even close. Wow. The first two days okay. of March Madness are you, you yeah. sit down at 9 a.m., and you are done at 9 p.m. and you look around and you go, no, that was not 12 hours. I literally will stare at my brackets every single yeah. time. Well, if but, uh, mine's wow. usually ripped up about halfway through the first day. But <laughs> okay, it, my first as long two as years, it's still together. But. My first two years doing it, though, I just kept yeah. watching because it was fun to just beat people by the final, by like the Elite Eight. It was fun. It's awesome. I mean, yeah. obviously, when U, UVA lost, I ripped it up. Um, but, I mean... With CSUN, obviously they didn't, the men's team didn't play either of those teams, but I know the women did within like a month. And I was there for one of them. And having a coach that also played at UCLA is a whole nother ball game. Same thing with CSUN softball team. Her, that coach went to UCLA as a former Olympian out, coming out of UCLA. So obviously there's just a lot of rivalries between coaches as well, especially if they went to that school. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot more fun to watch. And then yeah. you can always ask them like, hey, how do you feel about going against your alma mater? Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've asked the softball coach that the one time that I saw them play each other. And obviously we had a good conversation about it as well. Yeah. So it's just something well, you guys that have, You've definitely sold me uh, in five years when live sports come back. Oh, I will be wow. front row center. I think it's going to be sooner than that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't it know like in five years. It better be. I know. Um, okay, Brianna, do you want to give us your uh, Lakers Clippers takes? Sure. I'm really and excited I'm gonna, to hear these. And I'm going to start with the Clippers since they are officially no longer in contention. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we all said that the Clippers would win the Western Conference. That did not happen. Um, and obviously, Nuggets won game seven, 104 to 89. The Nuggets were down three games to one going into, the, uh, and going into game five. And obviously, that's not obvious um when they win game seven like that being down that far that's usually does not happen we've seen it maybe like a few times like especially when it's like three when they're down 3-0 and at least they come close we've never really seen it that much but obviously prior to Montrez Harrell's return to the bubble uh, there had only been seven times where the entire team was healthy and playing together so obviously I think chemistry did have something to do with it uh but after the loss of the game seven loss, Doc Rivers did say that the finger can be pointed at him. In uh, quote, we didn't meet them. That's the bottom line. I'm the coach and I'll take the blame for it. But we didn't meet our expectations clearly because if we had, in my opinion, we'd still be playing. And River- Doc Rivers is the only coach in NBA history to lose a three to one series lead in three playoff series. For- one of them was with the Clippers in 2015 when they lost in the West Semis versus the Rockets. Obviously, you have this one, and then he had one where he was with the Magic, and, and they lost in the first round against the Pistons in 03. So, I mean, he obviously, there's something wrong when that happens three times. But, I mean, he did win some championship rings with Boston. But when that happens three times, you got to reevaluate whatever you're coaching. 
And obviously I do think that chemistry was a little bit a part of it, but at the same time, it's a new environment for everybody with this bubble. It's a new environment, just 2020 in general, being in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So I think that also had something to do with their mindset. And I know at one point, I think Paul George said that he had depression within this pandemic, uh, being in quarantine. So I think that also mm -hmm. contributed to the mindsets. Um, going on to something else um, in regards to them, their new Inglewood Stadium, obviously the city council had approved the environmental impact report for that project. So it's going to come quicker. So it should be done maybe in the next like two years, I believe. But so it is coming into fruition and they will may not have to play at Staples Center much longer. Okay. Um, and going on to the Lakers, obviously game three between the Nuggets and the Lakers are to, is tomorrow. Um, the Lakers lead the series two to nothing. They won the first game 126 to 114 on Friday. AD had 37 points, 10 rebounds. So he had a double-double. Brown James had 15 points with 12 assists, also a double-double. But, but yesterday in game two, the Lakers were down. And then AD out of nowhere shoots a three-pointer at the buzzer and makes it. So the Lakers ended up only winning by two by a score of 105 to 103. Um, AD finished with 31 points and nine rebounds while LeBron James finished 26 points and 11 rebounds. And going on to my pick with tomorrow between the Lakers and the Nuggets, I think it's going to be the Lakers, no matter how much mm -hmm. I really don't want it to be. I think it's going to be the Lakers coming out on top. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, say the same thing. Brandon, do you, do you want to weigh in on that? Do you have a pick? Uh, you know, for me, um, first, uh, thanks for everyone watching on Twitter or uh, Periscope. If you have any questions, Josh is behind the switchboard or whatever and monitoring. But um, in this series, I, I think they're having pr trouble. I think the best or the, the biggest strength um, Denver has is Jokic or Jokic. I don't know if that's jo jo Jokic. Just right? call him the Joker. The Joker, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to call him, I want to call him Jokovic because, you know, I work with yeah. Coach Loopy and we talk, but I know it's not so, whatever, the Joker. Um, it was, you know, against uh, the Clippers, they didn't really have a center who could guard him throughout the floor. Like, the Joker is known Which for. was their I mean, main issue is they could not stop him or Jamal Murray. Yeah. And well, and Jamal Murray, that the inability He's to stop Jamal story. Murray, that's a whole nother story. But um, in terms of what the Joker brings to the table, he's one of, you know, the, the five guys that can, can literally probably play all five positions. Now the problem is the guy who's guarding him most of the time is also one of those five guys. And that guy is better than him i mean like i said joke it or no uh the joker is um <laughs> is a top five center like i said but ad is a top two or three well, center to be fair ad has been in the league a lot longer 100 so he has more experience in the in the right now uh in the time in terms of like looking to tomorrow um it's the one thing i will say is it, it's got to be the best shot from the nugget I mean, you're not coming back from 3-0 with LeBron and AD. So this is your game seven. This is it. Like, if you're, if you're going to throw down, the, the bell's going to ring, and you better go out. You know, like Mike Tyson says, everyone's got a game plan until you get punched in the face. Well, guess what? Hmm. You're going to get punched in the face. What's going to happen then? Um, and they've obviously – I mean, you lose on a buzzer beater to a team that's better than you. You know, moral victory, great, but this isn't, you know, game 43 of the regular season. Moral victories don't mm -hmm. count for anything. So um, it's all got to be about how they can deal with 
I don't know, maybe they can try and uh, get some motion with the Joker and try and see if some mismatches, but I, I mean, I don't see it happening. I agree with Brianna. It's going to be the Lakers. I think for me, it's just a matter of by how much is it going to take another um, AD or I mean, even LeBron last second shot. That's another question, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it's hard to bet against the Lakers right now. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, if they were Absolutely. to win a game, it would have been yesterday. Fair like enough. they came that close to beating them. Obviously both, Joker and Jamal Murray need to be like on like their game has to be on that day if they want to win and they have to pray that LeBron and AD are just sucking like they have to pray for one of those games where neither of those two can hit a shot but I don't think it's gonna happen it would have been yesterday yeah wow well what a game that was and we're down to our four teams do you guys want to, it's a little early for actual uh, betting predictions, but do you guys want to throw out who you think it's going to be? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it away. Cause I'll, I'll go first. Cause I'm going to be wrong, but no, I'm just, <laughs> um, no, I, I actually, I think it's kind of easy to call it now, but um, I, I, I like it being the Lakers and Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, not like it because I like any of those two. I, I really don't like the Lakers. I grew up, liking 29 teams pretty much anybody I was surrounded by Laker fans um uh Kobe you know he was amazing but I hated Kobe as a player I also hated Jordan as a player I just don't like teams that went over and over and over I mean I'm a Padre fan so you know uh, damn it give me your team just made the playoffs yeah that's fair but anyway with uh with um into the finals I think it's just a great backstory of Jimmy Butler kind of this this guy carrying um these this team and versus kind of the, the all-stars, uh, the LeBron and, and um, AD and all those guys. I would love to see that. Now, I'm not, I'm not betting against or I'm not counting out the Celtics by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my good friends, diehard Celtics fan, I just texted him earlier today, you know, hey, what are your thoughts? Well, he, you know, he's worried, but he did say the Celtics look better with Gordon Hayward. Um, Gordon Hayward is back. So that's something to look forward to. Um, that is a game or a series that I think is still up, up for grabs. I'll do respect to the Nuggets. I just, they might win tomorrow. Who knows? But I don't think we're going more than six games in that series. Uh, but the East, it still could go seven. I'm not counting the, uh, the Celtics out, but I, I would think the Heat are going to do enough to get in. What about you, Brianna? Um, well, before we go on, we do think that the Nuggets will cover the spread um, mm. for tomorrow. And also, Bella is out. Like, she, she is sure asleep. Is. Yeah, wow. She is adorable. This is how much basketball interests her, I guess. <laughs> Great she is asleep. Um, obviously, I do think the Lakers will make it. Um, mm-hmm. I want it to be going to a game seven, but I don't think it will. I really pray that it does. Um, but, I mean... Considering how Miami did beat the number one seed in the East, I believe the Bucks also had the best record coming into um, the bubble, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you also had the Greek freak injured. So I think that was also a contributing factor. But mm-hmm. I think the Heat Celtics series will go to seven. But I think that the Heat are a better team. Sorry to your friend, Brandon, but um, <laughs> I couldn't care less. Believe me, a Boston, LA, any sport final, that is a nightmare. But anyways. Yeah. I mean, I grew up watching Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Oh yeah, fair enough. I, I, I'm a Bulls fan, so, oh, yeah. and also a Clipper fan. So, I mean, neither of my teams made it and the Bulls have been sucking mm-hmm. lately. But um, 
And also, I did not like Kobe as a player either. And I know I have a lot of Laker friends and family. I'm sorry. Get over it. Yeah, um, that's a hot take. That's a hot take, Brianna. It, it's the same thing with the Dodgers. I'm sorry. Get over it. Um, you know what? I cried when he died. I'll admit it. I don't know why, but I... I, I, I was at Staples Center the next, uh, like, yeah. two days later. I mean, I didn't hate right. him. I yeah. didn't hate him because, believe me, those type of players, it's like Derek Jeter said, they don't mm-hmm. boo you because you suck. You yeah. Know? yeah. So, anyway, sorry. He represented a lot more than... Oh, than just he represented a lot for Los Angeles. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't best. like him as a player. I really hate that I missed Shaq by two hours that day. Um, yeah, I'm pissed about that one. But I mean, I did go to Staples Center. I saw like the outpouring of support. I saw all the photos and everything that ended up going to the Bryant family, especially those drawings. Those drawings were really good. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I really do think that the Heat are a better team. And I do think it's going to be Lakers and Heat mm-hmm. uh, again. <laughs> Because I know it's happened okay. before with Kobe. So Yeah, yeah. Well, no matter what, that is going to be a uh, really interesting final game. Uh, I do want to say I am shocked the Nuggets made it this far. I grew up in Denver and um, really was not was not counting on them. So um, I'm really uh, torn between my uh, loyalties. I've kind of gone um, Lakers, Bulls, and Nuggets in the past. Um, but I'm going to agree and say uh, Heat Lakers, and I think that's going to be an amazing uh, game to I mean, watch. I I went to the Nuggets Clippers game in 2015, so I mm-hmm. know how bad they sucked, and I went to school in Colorado, <laughs> so I kind of had yeah. to be very careful with my teams, especially when it came to the Broncos and that very horrible loss in 2014 to the point where yeah. nobody ever wanted me to talk about it again. Um, <laughs> no matter how many times I brought it up, they tell me to shush. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the same thing, but I mean, I don't really like the Lakers, so I do want to see the Heat mm-hmm. win, but I, obviously it's going to be a toss-up. Yeah. Oh, Bella's yeah. awake. <laughs> oh, here we are. Here we are. Um, just in time for final thoughts, is there anything else you guys want to touch on if we don't have any more questions? Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it's about how um, really the NBA's handled all this. I've been you know, critical of the NBA on other subjects, and that's for another day. But um, the way it's gone about, obviously, there was the Lou Williams uh, wing situation. Uh, I know there were maybe a couple players early on that were doing some pretty ingenious things to get some friends in. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, obviously, they've done a great job getting it done. Um, we're getting to the point of um, kind of the finish line. Uh, they, they can see the the end. And I'll tell you, an NBA final um, where you have possibly a chance where the Miami Heat could dethrone LeBron. Uh, I'm sure the, uh, there are a ton of people in Miami uh, that would love to see a battle back um, and kind of just stick it back to LeBron. Um, so we'll, we'll see there. But mainly just get to the finals, get the finals off. Because I think at this point, like, I'm just looking around like, I mean, what happens? Like, what happens if LeBron gets it? Or what happened? you know? So we're almost to the point where that doesn't matter. Hopefully we get to the point where it doesn't matter. But um, almost there. Okay, Brianna? We're almost done. Obviously, people have done things that they shouldn't have, but at least they're not the St. Louis Cardinals. (laughs) And those wings look good. I got got to walk back my statement because I was very critical. I said that was the best excuse I've ever heard. 
to go to a strip club is because the wings were really good. I thought it was a terrible uh, that they fell for. And then I saw a picture of the wings and I went, oh. <laughs> But okay. at the same time, you jeopardized okay. your entire season, and then they had to play double headers virtually like every day. No, so yeah, yeah, yeah. in the long run, it did not help them. Fair enough. So at right. least none of these players did what the Cardinals did. Yes. So, I mean, that's a good note, obviously, also with the Clippers and Lou Williams. Um, but, I mean, I still think it's going to be Lakers in Miami. I have nothing else mm-hmm. to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's great. Okay. Well, really quick, I want to uh, toss out our promo code. So we have promo codes on Bavada and I'm so sorry. What is the other platform that we use? My bookie. Thank you. Uh, On my bookie use code ESBC. They are matching 100% of uh, contributions, which is super exciting. So I'm about to go make my picks right now. Um, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for your picks, you guys. And uh, we will see you next week. Thank Remember, you. for the people listening, Miami on the money line tomorrow. We'll have the podcast up tonight. Uh, Wednesday? Yeah. Hey, hey uh, Brandon. Yep. What did Winston Churchill say? Uh, well, he said a lot of things. But the one that we <laughs> focus on here, sorry, I, I, I'm a smart ass, but I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass. Um, Takes one to know one. I'm a smart ass. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, but uh, one, of the, one of the main quotes that we take here and. Uh, like he said, he's probably one of the most quotable people outside of Shakespeare. Um, and the one that really applies here is you make a living by what you earn, but you make a life by what you give. So thank you all again so much for listening. Have a great night uh, and go wash your hands. Take care. <laughs> if you haven't heard of Anchor, it is free. It's a podcast that I use. <clears throat> And they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN betting and team report podcast. It helps us make 70 to 80% of your bets. Now, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started, my brothers. I'm the best there is.